Welcome to Mums on Cloud9. I'm Heather Black, a champion for women in tech and founder of Supermums, a global brand supporting mums to develop a career in the Salesforce ecosystem. My podcast aims to inspire and support mums to develop a flexible, well-paid, successful career in the tech sector. On the show, we share top tips, insight and inspirational stories from women who've carved out a flexible career in the sector, as well as talk to employers who champion diversity and gender equality. In series two of the podcast, we, we are helping you to explore your potential by sharing stories of how people have successfully transitioned into a new career in tech and provide insight into how they've just done that. In today's session, I'm delighted to be talking to some of my Supermums team. I've got Vicky, Brooke and Nikki here, who are my colleagues, and then we're going to talk about how they transitioned into an admin career and what they feel makes an awesome admin today. So Vicky, Brooke, Nikki, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Glad to be here. <laughs> Great to have you all on here. It's the first time we've had Supermums on the podcast, so it's super exciting to have my team <laughs> here with me today. I'm going to kick off the conversation before going to each of our guests to talk about what the four roles of an awesome admin are. And when I talk about an admin, a Salesforce admin is somebody who typically looks after a Salesforce system on a day-to-day basis for the organization they're working with. Now, the four roles that I'm going to be talking through are the typical spread of activities that an admin could do. But as you'll probably hear from some of the stories from my team, when they started out as an admin working in companies previously, they actually did a mix of some of these things. They didn't do all of them. But it's worth thinking about and understanding what the wider roles are, because you might find that certain roles lend themselves to you more than others. Um, But it also gives you an idea of the responsibilities that you could take on if you step into an admin role. So we're going to kick off with the first role, which is actually more around security management. And I feel like you can imagine yourself as a guardian of a system. It's about making sure that only the people have access to the system that need access. Because within a CRM system, you've got loads of really important data, confidential data, maybe sensitive data. So you need to make sure that only people have access to the system that are allowed. And so if somebody leaves the organization, that you would deactivate them. That you know some people will only have access to some data in the system and some records, whereas other people may not be able to see those records. So you need to make sure that users have the right level of access to the system. But it's also about maintaining security policies and also like things like password policies, for example. So that's kind of the first area is about being a guardian of a system. The second I liken to being like almost like a doctor. It's like being the system manager. You sit there at your desk and people come to you for advice how can you fix their pain points? What you know, medicine can you give them? You know, they're looking for support with the system. So you might give them training. You might need to fix an issue. They might need a new solution to a problem they've got. You might need to give your system a health check. But alongside that, your system will get upgrades and new releases will come out. So you'll also need to check whether the system is healthy and check that if these new releases need to be activated or can help the system be better. So it's all about being the doctor of a system. It's about helping people. And I think that's something that's really rewarding and people like that kind of role because you're constantly on the end of a phone helping solve things, make things better for people. And that can be really rewarding in this type of role. The second role, I talk about being a bit of a housekeeper role. So a system is only trusted if you've got real data integrity and that the data is trusted by the team that are using it. 
So this might not be all on the shoulders of a system admin because quite a lot of the time it's other, you know, it's a joint effort to make sure that data is up to date. So there needs to be clear business rules for the organization and the people using the system about what data they're putting into the system and that they know that and they know what data they're meant to be filling in. They know that that data is valuable and why it's valuable, i.e. perhaps using it in reports and dashboards. And so it's, it's having that responsibility to make sure that data does retain integrity that duplicates are managed, that there is data cleansing where it's needed and that data validation is put in place to make sure that the data going into the system is really rich, can help inform and shape and support customer intelligence, that it's going to help the organisation make intelligent decisions about what it needs to do in terms of their strategy, in terms of problems, etc. So data management is another key role. And the fourth role is sometimes like the exciting role, really, because you get to be digital transformation leader in many ways, because you're the one looking at all the new product enhancements, new products that are coming out that you could use. But these new products are only really valuable to your organization you're working with if it meets a business need. So having the role of a business analyst and understanding, you know, where the team's are using the system where you can help them be even better and more productive using the system is where the business analyst comes in is they're constantly talking to the business and the teams about how is Salesforce working for you like is it something that it, you know is there a need that you have that we could help the system do more for you and help you in your role and then what you can do is look at the products and go okay well we can achieve that by using this product and that will help you know improve that situation for you or can allow that organization team to innovate to be better to perhaps match what competitors are doing for example and so there's a great opportunity as an admin to constantly learn about new products implement new products help the organization achieve that return on investment and see the organization and teams perform better because of the solutions you're putting into place. And that's really where Salesforce talks about customer success. It's been able to tell those stories about how Salesforce as a product is helping organizations and teams be better, perform better, serve customers better. And that is a really rewarding role as well. So being the guardian, being the doctor, being the housekeeper, being the leader, like as super mums, we've so got this because we do multiple things all of the time, right? We're good at juggling things. And I think that's why an admin role really suits mums really well because they're used to doing all those sorts of things, taking care of their kids, supporting their kids, keeping the house clean, but also being the leader and looking at new ways to develop things. Um, and I think that's why this role has really appealed to so many mums but I'm going to hand over now to some of my team because as I say all of these roles don't normally fall into the lap of an admin you might do one or two and maybe other things will fall off for whatever reason maybe there's more than one admin in the organization or maybe because your role is siphoned to do particular things so I'm going to hand over to Vicky first so Vicky tell me a little bit more about how you became an administrator what you were doing and what you do now Absolutely. So I was a online English teacher, actually at the same company as Brooke. So uh, our stories have quite a bit of overlap. We've been together for a while. And um, I was doing a lot of uh, case management. So being on the support desk with the students. And then in Salesforce, I was also doing some of the teacher scheduling and um, involved with some of the teacher information in that way. 
So I wasn't doing a whole ton in Salesforce at the time, but as a team, we could see how we could use it better. And I think that's really what drew both of us into it. And how we got started into Salesforce is that Brooke actually started a Slack channel with a little competition on Trailhead, where we were all encouraging each other to go through and do some badges. And our competitive spirits got ahead way of us. <laughs> and we ended up both becoming administrators and also searching within our company how we were able to implement new products. And we did a lot of research together about the different products that we could use. Could we use Community Cloud to enhance the teacher experience? And what kind of third-party apps could we use? So right before I had transferred over to Supermums as head of training, um, I had introduced Brooke to one of the third-party apps, actually, in Native Video, and it was just great to see how she was able to stick on and implement a whole bunch of new things for the organization and really help to improve their um, use of Salesforce while, um, while I had gone off into Supermom. So at this point, I'll hand it over to Brooke, and she can tell us a little bit more about the rest of our journey. Yes, it was really fabulous to begin our trailblazing journey together, uh, Vicki and I. I had started using Salesforce a few years before that, and I wanted to be able to use the reporting features and make the most of them. And as I got accustomed to them, I just fell in love with what you can do with data in Salesforce. And I wanted to empower those around me, but I hadn't discovered Trailhead yet. So I kept growing in my skills. And by the time I discovered Trailhead, I was already doing quite a lot. When I got in there and I heard about the admin role and started listening to the Salesforce admins podcast, I thought, oh, someday maybe I can be a Salesforce admin. But then I started studying what a Salesforce admin is and what a Salesforce admin does. And I realized I was doing a lot of that work already. And I didn't even know that I was becoming a Salesforce admin already. So that made the journey to the certification and to launch my new career much shorter and much faster because I had all that experience under my belt. And I, like Heather said, you get to do a little bit of everything as a Salesforce admin, but my very favorite thing is making the day better for my colleagues or for those using the platform as our teachers were just doing maybe small changes that make a big difference in their day and they can see that and appreciate it. I just love that part of being an admin. It's been a wonderful journey. So after seeing how Vicki enjoyed working with super moms and was empowering other women to do the same, I was just so inspired and thrilled to join the team but I've also been thrilled to continue following the Trailblazers. Me of those Vicky and I worked with previously and recently learned a couple of them earned their first certification. So the journey continues and I just love the way we can empower others with this knowledge. Awesome. Thank you, Brooke. Brilliant. And Nikki, over to you. How did your journey start? <laughs> yeah, mine's a bit different, I suppose. I um, So I was in senior management in the charity sector, charity and education sector, with quite a strong training background. And in one of those places, we implemented Salesforce. And in other places, we'd implemented other CRMs over the course of different organisations I've been part of. And so my responsibility was kind of ensuring that it was exactly what we needed and making sure that it worked exactly as we needed to. So I wasn't, definitely wasn't an admin in any sense at that point, but needed to kind of start speaking the right language and needed to start understanding the structure of what we could 
get it to do and the limitations and how we could buy things and automations and all sorts of things like that. So I developed lots of knowledge and and then so kind of took on some small parts of, of admin role, but uh, but did a lot of the kind of training and I was fully responsible for the uh, adoption for everybody else. So I upskilled in that way, but it was only during my third maternity where I was definitely looking to see I really wanted some greater flexibility between home and, and work and the kind of idea of of kind of Salesforce came back to me, I suppose. I, I, I from a kind of broadest perspective, I'd always really enjoyed the kind of concept of data management and the impact that has, particularly on charity, which was my background. And when that's done well, kind of how everybody's roles are better and what you're actually doing as a charity is better and so on. And so I kind of, my brain came back around to Salesforce and I thought, oh, I wonder if there's something I could look at more fully there. And then came across Supermums. So yes, my interest was definitely from a from a kind of management perspective. And then and then through that have come through the Supermums course and became training manager with Supermums. And so, so, and through that, I've kind of seen all the different 15 years of experience within Salesforce to begin with at the beginning of my career, then other CRMs and then Salesforce again at different points of my career, just how much kind of knowledge that I had throughout that throughout that period of time. And now in as a training manager, I train others in Salesforce, but also use, I suppose I, I do all of those four things at regular points. And yeah, I think there's quite a handy way of, of phrasing them, I suppose, because in an admin role, you may not do all of those things at all the time, but they're four important things to know, I suppose. Oh, thanks, Nikki. Yeah, no, exactly. When I did this webinar, and I did it at Dreamforce last year about the four roles of an awesome admin, I kind of gave that little handy checklist of like, what are the things that you would do like daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly? Because the common story with you guys is that you kind of came at central admin because you felt that Salesforce would help you in your job roles. But so amazing, isn't it, where somebody's an admin and they come in and they can help you. It's, it's great because you're trying to do it on top of your normal day job, like learn all this new stuff and, and kind of add it on. So I think organisations and companies that have dedicated admin that can help teams develop the, you know, their, their solutions they need to support teachers or sales teams or whatever it is, is really, really valuable and I think really rewarding as well in that so let's finish on some topics so Nikki I'll do you to where your kids are going to come in or any moment <laughs> in true style so what would be your top tips Nikki um, before you get handed over to the job of kid management <laughs> yeah I think I think my top tips um I I think it's to be uh curious particularly in that in that sense of you know that leader role part of that is just asking lots of questions and and keeping asking questions until you really feel like you understand what's needed and so yes I I like to call that being curious and then and also I one thing I hear from lots of people who have any interest in Salesforce is that they assume that you have to have some kind of rich background in tech and have done computer science and all kinds of things and I think just taking away that that assumption and realizing that actually lots of people who end up in the kind of ecosystem of Salesforce have a, such a wide variety of different backgrounds and so you don't need some uh, crazy background in tech. Awesome thank you Nikki. Vicky over to you what would you say your top tips are? So mine is somewhat segues very nicely into that one. And my first one that I always go over with everybody when they're coming onto the course and just starting with us is really that find your niche. 
There are so many industries that are working with Salesforce, so many different customers that are in every different industry, whether it's restoration, the hotel business, it can be government, um, health, really every sector. They are all using Salesforce in different ways. And all of those soft skills that you've built up and used in your past roles, those are all really useful. So remember that you're not coming into this from scratch. You're not starting over again, necessarily. You're just building on what you already know, on what your past experience includes. And I think that's so important to be sharing with people coming into the role. I always love hearing about everybody's stories, especially at community events. So so that's my second tip is to build out your network and get involved with community events, social media. There is a huge group of people on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on trailblazer groups that are all the more than willing to share their stories, help you get engaged with the Salesforce community and the Salesforce ecosystem. So I'd say just get involved with all of them as well and really be building up your network that way. So between the two of those, you'll be in a really great place to launch your career. Perfect. I love those tips. Thank you, Vicky. And Brooke, what about you? Yes, I, I agree with all of those tips very much as well. And I want to add that lead from where you are is a message I like to share because at the time that I started that trailblazer collaboration and friendly challenge, I was leading a fairly large team, but I was not leading the Salesforce team. You know, I was like, an accidental admin doing a lot of admin work, but I was not officially part of the Salesforce team. So it's like, hmm, should I be the one promoting this and championing this? But it was definitely the right move for me. And if you have seen projects that don't go well or are less than ideal, feel free to be the one asking those hard questions and bringing up considerations that you think are being overlooked, even if you think you're not the right person to do it. You have a chance to lead when you realize the need for those questions and, and proper analysis, or what maybe you are keeping up with the release notes and you have something exciting to share from that. Again, maybe you're not on the right team yet at the company, but you can still be a leader and bring up those things. The second tip that I have is, especially if you're coming from a situation like Vicki and I did, where you have years of company knowledge, you know the team, you know the processes, you know the challenges and pain points. So don't assume that you know the solutions or the right moves. Make sure you're talking with stakeholders because all of us bring our own perspective, past experiences, our own exposure to the org or to the company's processes. But we need to really take the time to get to know the stakeholders and the needs to be successful in um, whatever we endeavor to create or accomplish for the company. I love that. Thanks, Brooke. No, absolutely. That's so true. Um, I think the more that you say it's a great opportunity, like if you're the kind of person that loves chatting to people, understanding what they're doing, and you want to understand their processes and work out how you can help them be better at their processes, then being an admin is exactly the right job. <laughs> it's like such a, a great opportunity. Absolutely. I know. I mean, you know, it's just chatting to people every day and as I say, solving their problems and helping them through whether it's fixing an issue and, you you know some of my team who are sort of workers admin consultants you know just solving a report or a dashboard that's going to give them the data can just make their day and people are so happy like it's really rewarding just being able to do all those quick fixes and I certainly know from the super mums that have trained up with us on the admin course 
they've loved that feedback from their clients that they've gone to work for and been able to help people. That's what they really enjoy about their job. It's almost quite a maternal job, isn't it, in some ways, because you're kind of nurturing them, helping them, growing the system, you know, and we feel quite protective of the system because it's our baby. Don't touch my system. (laughs) Kind of get that to that point where your system is your baby and you're nurturing it and growing it and helping it to kind of meet everybody's needs. and, And yeah, so love loads of loads of interesting areas that you can do as an admin so thank you so much Vicky Brooke and Nikki for joining me today and sharing a little bit about your journey and giving such great advice to others who might be thinking about this career path if you want to learn more about being an admin then you can visit the supermums.org website you can visit our career roles page to learn more about an admin there and the typical salaries because they They're they're the starting salaries and you can grow from there, but they're really great starting salaries. And then you can progress from an admin to be a business analyst and sort of build that skill set. And the business analyst work is we train people up to be business analysts on our consultancy skills course. So we really help admins grow and flourish. So there's definitely a career path there, a career route where you can continue to grow your skills as an admin just like Vicky, Nikki and Brooke have done. They've taken more certified training, got their head around the products, learned how to help people in in different ways. And so it really is the start of an amazing journey to be an awesome admin. So yeah, if we can help you more, then please, as I say, do visit supermoms.org website. If you've loved this podcast today, please do review it and subscribe to our channel and iTunes as well. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you again to our guests for visiting today and for being on the show. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Thanks, everyone.